Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode of the Saints Block Party podcast. We are thrilled to have actors, stuntmen in their entertainment industry Kevin Beard joining our podcast, a diehard Saints fan. The reason I, the reason this is even happening is that I just noticed randomly that Kevin followed our Instagram account, and at some point <laughs> I must have followed it back. Yep. And then I went to check it, and I was like, "Why is there someone at like the strike, like the the SAG strikes in my Instagram?" Like I was, so I had to like mm-hmm. dig into it, and you know, saw. Kevin is out here in LA, just like I am. Also a diehard Saints fan, so had to uh, get him on. Thank you for coming on, Kevin. Really appreciate it. Really no, I appreciate it. You know, there's more Saints fans out here than there are LA Rams fans. I don't know if you went. Oh. To the, I don't know if you went to the 2019 game when we were in the LA Coliseum when, unfortunately, Drew went out with that thumb injury with uh, Aaron Donald hitting him with mm. the helmet. Do you see how many Saints fans were at that game more than there were Rams fans? It's insane how many Saints fans are out here. It is so. It's, Unbelievable. it's wild. Yeah. And for our, our Rams meetup for the December game, um, like I like I told you via email, we're pretty pushing close to like 40 of us who are supporters of the podcast right. going to be at the game, which is oh, amazing. It's, yeah. it's crazy. It's our, numbers, our numbers, like our podcast numbers are like, it's Louisiana, California, and everything else, which is it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. It's I mean, I'm going... We bought our tickets to just go see the preseason of the Chargers. I, I heard. This, oh, I'll be there. I'll I just heard there. today that they're, you know, they're, you know, DA said he was going to play all the, the, you know, the starters on Sat on Sunday against the, against the Chiefs. But hopefully they'll we'll have some of the guys on on the second game. We'll see. So I will be there. Uh, so yeah. as Kevin, let's just let's just get into it. Like how how did you become a, a Saints fan? We like to kind of go to the backstory. What what led you to this? This misery, but also this this joy of being a, of <laughs> well, being a Saints fan. Well, if you you will find out soon that how, you know the misery was has been long. But um, I was born in 1970, and I came out basically out of the, out of my mama's womb being a Saints fan. My my father hmm. was good friends with with uh, Archie, so they went to school together. Oh wow! And so um, we um, we were just diehard Saints fans. I'll show you. You can see pictures on me on Facebook with with pajamas on when I was one year old, you know, uh, it's hilarious. But yeah, you know, so you uh, come to, I don't know, you that's all you you were accustomed to win. It's like all these other people who probably grew up as Cowboys fans or whatever they yeah, that's all they knew, right, you know, right, uh, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> they don't know what the who nation is. But then, uh, you know, I remember going to the first game. In seventy two, seventy three, I was three three years old when, when at the Superdome, and I remember we had all of these programs. We get the programs, we'd go. Maybe it was seventy five. I don't remember what it was, but we had these programs. I still have some of them, but I don't have all of them. But uh, my father gave them all. But we ended up going to a lot of the games. I mean, we didn't have a lot of money, but we get to go because they were cheap. You know, yeah, go to the yeah, right. stadium, and then it was a Superdome, and then 
somehow my father got became uh, 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 um, uh, became uh, season ticket holders. Wow. So in in the late seventies, wow. early eighties, we were going to every game we could possibly Man. get to, and um, so I saw everybody from Montana to Jerry Rice playing all these wonderful games, and yeah, we get our butts kicked, but it was still fun. You know, it was fun watching these people play and. Now you look back at it, and it was like, man, I got to see some cool people play right. play the football games. So it was cool, and uh, you know, um, so that's that's how it started with me, you know. And then when so, I watching Drew Brees, you know, oh my God, you know what a what an amazing, you know, I, I missed the Aaron Brooks era, but because uh, <laughs> I was concentrated in my film career, but uh, right, Aaron Brooks right. era kind of like cut, and then Drew Brees came in in two thousand six. And then it was like on. So, yeah. So it's been amazing since then. Yeah. So, I mean, when did you start feeling that sickness, though? Like, we've been, like I've been a Saints fan. <laughs> I've been a Saints fan. Like, my first memory is about 88, 89. But I remember really feeling sick about the Saints. Probably about 93. Yeah, 93, and they lost the playoffs. I was. To the Falcons, I think. And uh, I remember there was a good year because I remember. Going, I was out. I just moved to Los Angeles in '92, and in '93 there was a game went against the Raiders and the Saints out here, and then there was another game against the uh, at that time the uh, the Rams and the Saints. And I remember we won both of those games. And I'm like, man, we're having a good year this year. We're yeah. actually winning, and you know, and it just uh, whatever happened, we lost. We didn't get yeah. there, but it was like you know, I was like, oh, same old, same old. And, you yeah. know, it was like, but, you know, I was like, I think I just kind of like after that, I just didn't didn't follow it for like two years. Mm-hmm. That was when Aaron Brooks right. came. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, he wasn't a bad quarterback. It just no. wasn't that time of the year when I was I was in my early 20s and I had other things going on in my life. But Yeah, right. we've all you know? went through that phase where it's like, yeah. look, I need to <laughs> – I need to I was put watching the Lakers. Here. I was watching the Lakers and watching Michael Jordan play and all that kind of things mm-hmm. at those times. So yeah, you know what I mean. So you know. So what? And I, I can kind of we we can probably both speak to this being living in Los Angeles and being Saints fans. Where did the the passion for to being in the entertainment industry? Um, where did that come from? And how did that? I became. Um, so I got, I got my taste in New Orleans actually when I was, I grew up in Mississippi, but then I, um, worked a lot in New Orleans and then we'd go to New Orleans cause my family was there all the time. So mm. I got my start in New Orleans and on a couple of movies. Mm. Um, first movie I did, one of my first movies was JFK, which was with Kevin Costner. Wow. I don't wow. remember those days. I mean, I'm old now, so Please. I'm 53. So, but, uh, I love it. And so we keep in, you know. As long as you stay in shit, you know, stay, you know, keep your mind right, you're good. But, you look good, uh, man. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but uh, so that's how I got started, and I got the movie bug, is what they call it. They got this thing, and it's like I got to come mm. to L.A. And yeah. so uh, a year later, I moved to Los Angeles. I had a promise for a job, and the guy kept kept his kept his promise. And so that's how I started out here. And I didn't have a place to live. I I just man. picked up a U-Haul truck and moved out here. And I, and I was 22 years old, and 92, I'm just going to give it up a whim, and I moved out here, and everything's been great, you know, uh, never, everything hasn't been roses or whatever, but uh, um, it, it happened, and uh, it was, it's, it's, it's been good. I met my, you know, I met my wife, she's great, she's, she's in the there business, so we, you know, we, um, we love what we do, you know, I've been a stuntman, I've been an actor, 
now I'm trying, you know, moved into director in the director's guild. So I'm trying to wow. uh, move mm. into that director world. Unfortunately, we're on, as you know, we're on a strike right now right. and it's walking us picking lines it's a couple days a week. It's really yeah. hot out here. It's not as hot as yeah, it is it in is. NOLA, but uh, it's hot. It's not as hot. hot as NOLA, bro. Can we go, we got to get it to him. So, you know. No. Yeah. Man, I was looking at your um, IMDb page. Mm-hmm. You've been in the game for a minute, man. I looked like your first credit was like 89 and you were doing, I mean, you've been stunt man, stunt coordinator, uh-huh. uh, actor, uh, it looks like you've done it all as far as yeah, well you, you see know, the the greatest the, one of the greatest stuntmen yeah. in the world right there Burt Reynolds yeah. in the background right Burt Reynolds, there. So, yeah. there you go so yeah so you know, that's that's all we dreamed about here every stuntman says you know when you grow up it's like we wanted to be Hooper you know what I mean so yeah. so that's that's kind of what we do but uh you know, like I said, you know, you get older, you just want to move into behind the scenes and directing and right. and all those kinds of things. So that's that's where I'm at now. So, you know, Out hopefully, the, uh, just start just because they all all the roles that you've played in the entertainment industry. What's been like the one that you've enjoyed the most? You know, I have to say I had an an amazing moment, and it's been a couple years now. But uh, when I worked on Euphoria with Zendaya. That mm. was pretty, pretty cool. I worked right. like four weeks with her on a, on a, on an episode of that. It was this last season. Um, she is super cool. The director was super cool. Um, I did, you know, I played a cop and I had some, yeah. you know, some dialogue and it was cool, man, because she was like, I'm chasing her through Callie's and thing like this. And she was game for everything. Um, and I remember she was like, you know, it's like she's one of the biggest stars in this world right now, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been that was the last moment I think. The, the moment before then was a movie I directed with. I mean, I was a stunt double for Matt Damon on a movie called Suburbicon, which didn't do yeah. well in the theaters, but it's still a pretty good movie. Um, yeah. I did all these kinds of things, and that was kind of cool because you know you're looking at this dude. It's like this guy's Jason Bourne, right? So right. I'm doubling him on this whole movie, and wow. I was like, why can I not double him all the time, man? Like uh, whatever, <laughs> but you know, but it, it was fun. Um, but those are my two greatest memories in the in the, in the most recent times, you know. But yeah, tell- Zendaya, Zendaya was cool as hell, man. So tell me about the the, the stunt being a stunt mm. double. Tell me about that role, man, because. It's- I mean, as far as what I know, I know it's a dangerous job, you know, that's a thankless job because, you know, obviously the actor yeah. on the screen gets all the, you know, all the love and attention. Right, of course. But, but I mean, it's, I mean, it's one of the most skilled positions I've ever seen because I'm, right. a, I'm an action aide, love action movies, sci-fi movies and all that stuff. So what goes into that? Like, do you have to be crazy to do that role? Like, no, that's, I think that's you, I think that's the opposite of being crazy. I think you have mm. to be. First of all, you have to be an athlete. Um, mm. I mean, I I mean, no near being the one percenter of an NFL football player, but I think we all have to be like very fit and knowing what we're gonna do and knowing how to fall, how to do this, how, right. to, yeah. how to throw a punch, and how to fake a punch and not hit hit you in the face right now. I'm going to hit you like that. I'm going to not hit you. I'm not going to hit you, right? So right. you have to think, you know, you have to know when and where all this is going to happen. Um, you got to know the situation, where the locations are, what, what are you going to do in this situation? And uh, everything is choreographed. 
nothing is like on the fly. We're not, we're not right. doing like, I don't know if you, did you see that, uh, that video the other day of the thing in Shreveport with the guys and they're doing this big old fight with chairs and all that. Did you see that thing? There was a yeah, whole like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, yeah. we don't do that. That's stupid. <laughs> but that's what people think we are. Stupid stuntmen. That's what we right. do. Picking up a chair right. and throwing somebody. But uh, no, but uh, I just thought I had to bring that up because I just saw a video of my friend doing <laughs> bringing that up. But you, gotta, you saw it. But um, uh, it's just it's crazy. Uh, we we just we we study. We're I'm not a gymnast, but a lot of people are gymnasts. We have mm. martial arts situations in. We have yoga. We do a lot of weights, and we do it. We're aware of our bodies. So when we uh, when we do a situation and get into that situation, first of all no one's going to just throw you into a situation and not know who you are. So it's just right. like, I don't want to put us in a, a professional player, but I would say, cause we're professional. We get paid as a professional. We're a profession. Yeah. No one's going to put you in a situation where you, we don't know what you're going to do. So, right. you know, where I'm going to call somebody. If this guy comes up, it's like, is this guy good or whatever? I'm like, how, what is he good at? You know, it's the same way what a coach is going to call a, a football player. Um, yeah. Same thing. So it's the same. It's the same. Um, and then we just, okay, so we trust the person who tells us this is the guy that can do this. This guy can do mm-hmm. all these flips and can do all this. And, okay, cool, I'm going to give him a shot. So that's what we do. And and we're not we're not crazy. We're, none of us are crazy <laughs> All the car crashes I've done, all the car stuff I've done, and all the fight stuff I've done is all calculated before we do mm. it. So we, it's all planned out weeks, weeks, days in advance. Yeah, Sometimes right. things change on the fly, but we still make sure everybody's taken care of and no one's going to get hurt because we don't want to get anybody hurt. So that's the thing. Because right. so, if anybody gets hurt, it's going to come back on me because I'm a coordinator, I'm a co- second-year wow, director yeah. or whatever. I don't want anybody to get hurt. I'm that's I want you to go home to your family. So that's what we do. Um, with with that said, you brought up the whole the whole strike. And obviously it's it's been kind of uh, pronounced these last last month, month and a half. For, just from your perspective, I know you're on the picket lines. You were out there. I've been out there like eight, nine times in the last yeah. two weeks. Yeah, it's. And I, I understand I, as someone who like I'm a, I'm a social worker, so obviously I, I, I have a I have a union um, just like the you guys have a union. What are just brass bottom of the line? What are, you know, actors, uh, stuntmen? What are you guys fighting for in regards to what are you wanting from from movie companies to I think that you guys feel is fair? I think I think. You know, I'm not sure exactly what the writers are because I'm not in the Writers Guild, but as a SAG member for 34 years and now a a newly DGA member, we already settled our thing, but and a DGA. But the SAG, I think we're looking for, we're looking for um, people I always think all residuals. You guys make all these money in residuals, but in the bottom of the thing, I could show you, I could show you receipts of my checks right now. They're like, pennies i mean i'm literally mm. gonna check in the mail today for three cents wow. for seven cents and i got checked for like 32 dollars. okay cool and maybe 10 years ago those were checks were two or three four hundred dollars and that's cool right. so um since the streamings come in we have lost a lot of the revenue that these companies like netflix amazon right. 
all these places, Paramount Plus, um, are losing, you know, they're taking all the money and we're not getting any of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying we want, we're not saying we need, you know, 10%. We're asking 2% of your maximum amount of money from that show. Man. So, and they're saying, no, we're not giving you that. So it's like, you know, it's. Two percent is like of a billion dollars. What is that? Right. I don't even know. That is like a hundred thousand dollars. I don't know. Whatever that is. Two percent. I don't know. Two hundred thousand dollars. I don't know. Um. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I'm not, I'm not a mathematician, but neither, as you can neither, do, neither, neither am I, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, we're talking 2% of a of $100 billion right. to spread out to not just me, to everybody who worked on that show. Right. Yeah. Not just you know, so there could be a hundred people, there could be twenty five people, there could be fifty people, and to continue that, so I think that, and plus they want an extra extra health care, extra. I think you know, like a lot of people are not going to make their health care this year because of the strike. You know, if it keeps right. going on, a lot of you know, thousands of people are going to lose their their lose their health care. Uh, I think I'm okay, but you know, who knows? Um, other people m- may not be, and I'm I feel for them. So. Um, we're out there. That is part of it. The other part is like, so I would say, it's like, I'm going to say right now, say, so a local, like a easy actor makes a thousand dollars a day. You're thinking, wow, you make a thousand dollars a day. But just think that guy only makes a thousand dollars for that day. And then he goes home and he doesn't work again for a month because he only worked that one day of that episode. Right. So he's at with they're asking for these lower income actors who don't make a lot of money a ten percent right. increase in that year. So maybe they make one thousand hundred dollars, eleven hundred dollars, right. you know what I mean? So it's not like they're asking a lot. Um yeah, the big actors, the the big names, Brad Pitts and the Kevin Costners and all those people, they yes, they make millions of dollars, but that's not the people who actually mm-hmm. are the, the rank and file people of the of the guild. So right. he's trying to make them try to make a living. You know, that's all. Yeah, I find what I find interesting is I think the first thing you know the actors are, actors are going on strike. They would think actors they make a ton of money. You know what are they going on strike for? Because you know that's what we see. We see the big A list actors, the Matt Damon's, the right, you know, of course, ben Affleck, those guys, stuff are... like that. That's like point one percent, right? Of when the when the movie credits roll, right? Yeah, all these people that take a part in making a movie or making a TV show, and I just imagine all those people. You know how much they make. You know, right? And they have to feed their families, and look, it's it's a hustle. Mostly, they don't make even, most of them even make twenty six thousand dollars a year to, to pay their health insurance. That's what most of them Man. do not make. Wow! So, so you make twenty six thousand dollars a year. You make you make your health insurance. If you don't, you don't. You don't even get your pension credit. So you don't even make a credit to get your pension money. So that money that you thought you you made, you made $25,999 or whatever, and you didn't make 26000 that money just goes in a deep, dark hole and it goes to somebody else's pension credit. So yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's sad for a lot of people. You know what I mean? So a lot of those people, I mean, I've been fortunate for the last 34 years. I've been fine, but 
there's a lot of people out here that don't, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. One of, uh, one of the good, uh, good guests we've had on this show before, um, Anusha, who formerly of the LA times, just covered the entertainment industry. Um, and like unions of, of the entertainment industry wrote a really good article. One was like two weeks ago. It was like her last article before she moves back to London that really just hit on all these fine points that, that you're bringing up. Um, I wanted to just ask the question. It's a question that I'm going to ask. It's not actually from me. One of our good, um, supporters and listeners, his name is Luke, uh, kind of saw this and just wanted me to kind of bring this up to you. Um, Ryan and I kind of went through your IMDb and noticed, you know, all the things that you did. Um, but Luke wanted to know, like, how is it when you get a role? I believe you were like in an extra on a movie where you had to play like a clansman. How do you de- like de- dissociate or dissociate yourself from from that, even as an extra when you're playing like a role like that? So I probably remember what he's talking about. It was uh, the Great Debaters, right? Denzel mm-hmm. Washington yep. directed Denzel it. Denzel Washington, yep. yep. Um, it was actually not a background role. It was actually, I got cast as it. Mm. Um, there was two of us. There was three stuntmen who had to like chase after this sequence when he drives. I don't know if you saw the great debaters, but he, you know, Denzel drives up and he sees his, unfortunately part, you know, this man hanging and whatever, but, uh, it was very sad and it was very hard for me. And, Mm. I asked Denzel what we can do here. He said, you say what you want to say. It was hard. It was hard that day. Wow. Yeah. So we did it. We all hugged on it afterwards and we mm. moved on. So it was tough. Well, Thomas. That, that's crazy. And I imagine that emotion mm-hmm. is what makes like great movies, great TV shows, yeah, great films. It was, it, was, you know? it was fun. It was fun being around him. Because I had worked with him prior in 89 on a movie. And I was my first time working with him on Glory. He was a young actor. Oh, did yeah. too. So yeah. I was on Glory for like two weeks. And then I got to meet him, you know, 12 years, 15 years later. And I told, I talked to him. I was like, whatever happened to that guy that was your the lead actor? You know, and we talked. And then all of a sudden we had to get into this. And he said, I said, I told him, I said, it was going to be hard for me to do this. He said, no, no. Right. Just get into it. It's good. You're an actor. You can do it. So mm. we did it. It was hard, but we did it. It was me and two other gentlemen in there. And we all had run after a car and threw rocks. And it was, you know, if you really look at it and you slowed it down, you could see the anger. And it wasn't yeah. real, but it was like an acting job. It was crazy. Mm. Right. But, yeah, if you slowed it down, you saw everything frame by frame. It was a fast scene, but, yeah. It was it was powerful. It took us th- like three nights to shoot that, and I was doing wow. another movie in a day. So I was like, I was really tired at night doing that. I remember that sequence. I was doing a movie with uh, Jessica Simpson at the time, a uh, major movie star. We were shooting in Shreveport, Louisiana at the time. So, yeah, it was uh, interesting. Do you find because uh, you know New Orleans kind of had like a little mini mini Hollywood moment where they were getting a lot of. Movie yeah. shot down here. Were you doing a lot of shows? I know you. I, I think a I saw you did lot NCIS. Of there, I did mm-hmm. a lot of movies up to 2014, and then I didn't do anything for a while. Um, because I was out here, I ended up meeting, meet, getting meeting up with my my now wife, and so I was trying to stay out here as much as I can. To right, whatever. Yeah. Um, my last show I did, I did last season, last year. I did a little movie that hopefully will come out on AMC this year. Um, 
history of evil, the horror movie. But uh, yeah, I love Ooh. being in New Orleans, man. That's because I got to go see Saints games. It was <laughs> fun. Go. Yeah. I got to go see Saints game. Do you remember Quinn Early? Do you remember him? You know who Quinn Early was? He was a Quinn wide Early. receiver. He was mm. a wide receiver, and then he he played for the Bills. I think he played for the Bills. But he played for the Saints for like three seasons, and he ended up playing in San Diego. But Quinn was like a good friend of mine. He was in cool. now, became a stuntman. Oh, wow. And um, there, was one, there was one night that there was a game where Martin Anderson – it was this. It, it was like that night where 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 Drew threw like the the long you know made his pass you know his, his passing record or whatever. Got it. But it was like all the Hall of Famers came back. It was like you know Morton Anderson and and, and, yeah. and and all these famous players walking. Anyway, we were on the fifty yard line watching this. It was like just amazing seeing this happen, and it was just like cool. I get to see. Some of these players I got to see when I was a little child. You know? right, it's right, like, right, you know, right. Derlin Moore. I don't even know who Derlin Moore was, but yeah. uh, he was a nose tackle. And, um, yeah, it was cool. But, anyway, it was fun to see these guys. But, you know, that's how I feel about the Saints, man. I think we're going to have a great yeah. year. Come on. Let's do it. Let's go. I think, I think so, go. bro. I think so. I don't, I'm trying not to say it too much, but maybe <laughs> I should. But we've been burned so many times, man, you know. I feel like this is the 2006 season for us, dude. Come on, you know. I mean, I feel like this is the 2006 season with with DC, and we can get these receivers, and we can Michael Thomas can be there. Can you believe it? Oh, where's my Michael Thomas? Come on, I gotta bring oh, it. Got, in. Got, got, Come on, got I gotta bring it, Michael Thomas, brother. Come on, Michael Thomas. Let's go, EFT. Come there on, it is. one there out of five, bro. Come on, let's go. Come on, yeah, yeah. How? I know. One thing that I struggle when I moved out here, and it was. You know, I moved out here from Texas, born and raised in Texas, and then came mm-hmm. to California. And this was before, like, someone could have, like, Sunday ticket at their home. Right. Was being in California, being in L.A. and being a Saints fan and not really having, like, a community or people who cheered for the Saints was very kind of isolating. How, and this was in 2008, 2009. Right. How well, was it when you, yeah, when you came out? Um, at 22, being a Saints fan, being in LA at the time, and well, I met like I met community. a couple people. There's another actor. He's he lives in Mississippi now. Richie Montgomery. He used to live out here. You can look him up, but he is a great guy. He, he introduced me to a bunch of people in in uh, um, in LA at that time because he was a Mississippi guy. I was a Mississippi guy, and right. then there's a guy named MC Ganey who's pretty big actor. That's big character actor and he's been working for 30, 40 years. And so we all became friends and then we would go to a, a, a sports bar, a Melrose. It was like West of La Siena. Again, I can't even remember the name of the place. Mm. It's not there anymore, but every Sunday would show up there every Sunday morning, nine thirty in the morning would show up. <laughs> start having, yep. having, having our bloody Marys or whatever we were having. And, you know, watch the games. Most of the time we're leaving and with our heads down, whatever. But, you know, <laughs> you know. but we still wouldn't wait. We'd be there next Sunday. Watch the game. Yeah. And if there was a game, like, playing, there would be a – at that time, there was still the Rams and the and the Chargers were still playing here before they all left. And we didn't have a, we didn't have a football team in Los Angeles right. for 30 years until, you know, three years ago, right? So we didn't – we had to go to a sports bar to watch a game. Yeah, and so I remember. we would have a group of people, and we would all just bogart that bar and mm. make sure they had the Saints game on. 
And then they would have a tons of teams there. Now I live in the Toluca Lake Burbank area. We go to, you know, game on a Sunday and that's what we do. You know, that's, if you don't, if you don't have Sunday ticket, which now we have to buy Sunday ticket on, I don't know, YouTube or whatever it is. YouTube. I haven't done it yet, but I guess I need to do it before Sunday because we got a new game and they're going to all play on, supposedly going to play the Chiefs on Sunday. So when the number one team is going to play. So, so we'll see how long they're going to be in, but you know. So when, uh, where were you for the Saints Super Bowl? Did you? What's your memory of watching the Saints play the Super Bowl in 2009? Um, I was in New Orleans. Oh, okay. I was in New Orleans, and we mm-hmm. watched it. I didn't have tickets to the game, but, you know, we watched it at a bar because I was working on a show, and we watched it at, I don't even remember what, maybe it was probably with the Bulldog on magazine. Yeah, that's probably where I was, mm-hmm. on the outside watching it. And I'm telling you, it was... The most oh. electric oh. thing ever. I yeah. was like, I still remember that day, and I think that was because I think I was on. We were on the patio of that place. I know we we're on the patio, but I think it was that place. And it, we just got. I, it was it was so much fun. I'm like, oh my god, you know. If we go to Vegas this year, I'm going to be there. I will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can you imagine if Derek? I'm sure you two are too, because Derek Carr, if Derek Carr goes to Vegas this week and take you oh. know, Cameron Jordan, said he wants to take him back to Vegas. So there we go. So, Bro, there, there you it's, go. It, it, oh. I, I can't you imagine. know, it's 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 going to be a hard <laughs> road, but if we can make it happen after Derek, after Alvin comes back in three games, let's see what happens. You know, what um that that said, I know there's a general buzz that everyone has about this upcoming season. Even someone like me who tends to be more of like the realistic, maybe like a smidge pessimistic, but mostly realistic side of things. What are the things that worry you about this upcoming season? Um, I worry about Michael Thomas being healthy. I think as all of us do, I, I'm yep, sure he's going to be fine. One. I'm sure he's going to be fine. I mean, all the injuries I've seen through training camp, I hope, you know, Demario Davis is going to be fine after his growing injuries, right. his had or thigh injury, whatever he's going going through. Um, uh, Shahid bothers me because I think he's our elite. He's an elite receiver, and if he can come back on game one and ball out all year, I think I think he's great. Um, I, I mean, I, I hope our running back room is going to be good. I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure, but. Uh, I think our, <laughs> I think we should be good, especially if we get what's his name from uh, Cleveland that they had tried out today. Uh, what was his uh, name? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. So if we can sign him for a few games until Alvin gets back, let's see. You know, um, I don't have a lot of problems. I just like I'm just worried about all these little tissue injuries that's happening mm-hmm. right now. So those injuries are so scary because it could be yeah. something that like it starts off minor and then it can just linger and linger. Right. And you know, linger. as a stunt man, I've I've gotten those tissues issues, so it's really right. hard to get around it. It doesn't take a couple of weeks; it takes months. So mm. and, and so, you know, you have to like really work it out. And it's like okay. I know Shahid. Shahid's been out there running like he runs like a track star. He's the fastest yes. man I've ever seen in my life. So hopefully he's going to take care of himself for the next two weeks, give him a little time to heal, and we're going to be fine. I I just I just want I just want Michael Thomas to be like I want him to come out just like please, uh, please. Dang. just come out and just like dude to look like twenty nineteen 
and Man. tell everybody to kiss my butt. The you crazy thing saying? is, we we saw it last week in game one for like one yeah. game. Like it we was saw like, it oh, say, comes out, he does his he does his stuff, and he's like, oh, yeah. and he's like, what? And he's like, and all of a sudden he goes out. After three games, after he scored three touchdowns in three games, and come on, man, display. I need it. I need it. Yeah, same same thing with Alvin. So, Alvin, what gets over these problems? I want to see him in the twenty twenty. What was it? Twenty twenty. We got six touchdowns on Christmas Day. Is that twenty twenty or is that twenty eighteen? The twenty twenty season. Yeah, the twenty twenty season. So, yeah, I want to see him do seven touchdowns this year. Yeah, let's do that. So you you (laughs) believer? You don't you don't think AK is washed up? Oh man, he's only twenty eight years old. Give him two more years, and then we can say he's thirty, and then he might be done. But you know, he's right. making a hundred and something million dollars a year. Come on, let that man play, make his money, exactly. and play some fun games. You know, you 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 brought up your soft t- tissue injuries. What are some of like some of the maybe like gnarliest or like unpleasant injuries you've gotten from being a stuntman? Obviously, obviously, uh, knees, and that- mostly knee and hip mm. injuries. You know, that's it. You know. Um, Rotator cup, left left that rotator yeah. cup right there sucks. Mm. But yeah, everything else is okay. You know, I hey, keep goodness. I try to keep everything. You know, especially now I'm just keep working out, doing a. I do a lot of yoga now. You know, that mm. helps me. That helps me a lot. Kind of keeps all the stretching and stretch the back out, lower back. So it helps a lot. So, but I can't wait to see you at another game, man. That's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a good time with that, Dad. I don't know if you're gonna I, be it. So I'm for sure going to the Rams game because I'm like I've organized all all 36 of us who are going to attend. Um, me and Ryan are going to go to Houston um, and do a mini little meetup for the podcast for the Saints Texans game in Houston, and then our big big meetup for the podcast. So every year during the season, kind of started this tradition last year where we all get together and go to a home game in New Orleans. That's going to be the Bears game this year. Mm. Um, I think we're going to have about. Justin Fields, man. I hope we can sack him about five times. Let's go. Uh, 35 to 40 people coming. We have like six people coming from the UK. It's so we got a lot. We got a lot going on for the for the podcast. Let's stay in touch with that. Let's stay in touch because I'd love to go. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You got a welcome. You got a welcome met already, man. Yeah, man. It's been a pleasure talking to you gentlemen tonight. It's been awesome. Well, we appreciate you. you coming on, Kevin, um, yeah, so much. I, I think our listeners are going to love hearing your insight from being a Saints yeah. fan, being in the industry, all of that. Uh, we put can't that back you. out there. Greatest Saints, there it is. Greatest Saints player number ever nine, in, in the history, right? Come on, number nine. There it is. For those only listening, he's, he's, he's holding up a number nine, authentic. Authentic. One of one. One Woo! of one. Look at Sign. that. One Auto. One Get that. Let's go. Uh, and it's for sale if somebody wants to buy it. I got, I got a hold up now. I got a Tony Jones Jr. card over here. Hold yeah, up, well, Ryan. Please don't 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 show that. Don't show, don't show the Tony Jones, bro. No, shout out tonight. to Nick. Shout out to Nick. Man, not gonna not gonna show. But thank you for coming so much, Get Kevin. For coming guys, on, man. man. We really appreciate Be it. Safe. Thank you, man. All right, guys. Have a good night. All right, thanks. Have a good night. Bye. Peace. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.